Welcome to Talking Mopars, episode number 100. Before we get the show on the road, I just want to say thank you. Thank you for listening. Thank you for joining me each and every week to talk Mopars. It has been a fun couple of years, and here's to a thousand more episodes. So without further ado, if you are a Mopar enthusiast, then you are in the right place. Don't go anywhere. You're tuned into the best Mopar enthusiast-driven podcast on planet Earth. And I'm your host, Chris Albrecht, better known as the Mopar Hunter. And this is Talking Mopars, episode number 100, live. You're listening to Talking Mopars with the Mopar Hunter, your direct connection to all things Mopar. Before we get started here, I'm going to have a couple friends join me, um, but uh, I wanted to remind you guys that I'm going to be at Muscle Cars at the Strip in Las Vegas at the Las Vegas Motor Speedway, September 10th and 11th. And then the weekend after that, I'm going to be at Holly's Mo Party at Beach Bend Raceway Park in Bowling Green, Kentucky, the 17th, 18th and 19th. So if you're close to either of those events, be sure to get out there. It's going to be a fun, fun time. Uh Lots of Mopar activities. Um, the Holly Show is all Mopars, and Muscle Cars at the Strip is open to all brands of muscle cars, but uh, Mopars are typically pretty dominant at that show, too, because it started out as Mopars at the Strip. So I'll be at those events. They're going to be a lot of fun. And we're here tonight for episode 100 to celebrate 100 episodes and just to hang out and talk Mopars. I'm really happy to be here. Um, and, you know, the support that I received from all the friends that I've made over the past couple of years, you know, since the past six years, because I've been doing the Mopar Hunter. And then, you know, a few years into that, we transferred over to talking Mopars and uh, I've met so many cool people and I appreciate it uh, each and every one of you guys. So good times. Uh, Paul, what's up, buddy? Good to have you here. Walter, what's up? Thank you, sir. Brianna, what's up? Episode 100. That's all right. Thank you, sir. You guys are going to Mo Party. That's going to be awesome. We will see you there for sure. Absolutely. And uh, maybe we can get that that story from you. <laughs> Raymond, what's up? Thank you, sir. Scott, thank you very much. And we have a special guest in the house, my good friend, Blake. Let's bring him in. Blake, what's up? What's up, man? You know, just doing the thing. <laughs> Hanging out. Episode 100, man. That's 100. It. Yeah. Gosh. It's awesome, man. Yeah. And I, I feel like it's still in the infancy stages. You know what I mean? I feel like there's plenty of room left to grow and to make this thing uh huge so um yeah what's, uh, what's the stereotype like i think it's like uh, a certain percentage that don't make it past what seven episodes is <laughs> yeah there, there's yeah. a baseline out there i've heard of it is it's called pod fade and typically right. most new podcasts don't make it past episode seven um i've heard statistics where there, there's millions of podcasts let's be realistic here but uh, a huge percentage of them are either not active or they stopped after a certain number of episodes. So like I, I've talked to a couple of people that have asked me, you know, are there any other Mopar podcasts out there that you know of? And I say, well, there was uncle Tony's 
podcast, but he quit. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I'm still here. You know, D100 Talk is out there. I, I enjoy that podcast. So it's nice to have some people focusing on the truck aspect because, as you know, there's just so much to talk about in the world of Mopar. And I feel like I've been neglecting the history doing these lives, but these these lives are so fun for me that uh, I, I got to figure out how to how to balance everything because I still want to get into the history of stuff. And, um, you know, uh, co- there's so much to cover. I mean, the world of Mopar, yeah. like that's a deep pool. <laughs> you know what I mean? We're still in the shallow end. <laughs> but um, I uh, I thought to myself that it would be funner for me to bring on people that know more about the history of Mopars um, in the segments that I want to talk about. You know what I mean? Like I wanted to do an episode about Mopars from different countries. So why would I do all the research when I can have somebody from Australia on the show to tell me about Australian Mopars? You know what I mean? That's good. So yeah, it brings, it brings a different, you know, level to the show. It'd be like me trying to explain a Hemi swap when I can have Blake Anderman from <laughs> DIY Hemi on the show. <laughs> but uh, thanks for showing up, man. Um, I appreciate okay, man. having you here. And uh, why don't you uh, tell us what you've been up to with DIY Hemi? I know you guys have been doing some fun live video and oh, yeah. uh, just cranking out that content. So what's up with DIY Hemi? Oh, man, just uh, trying to take a play out of your book, Chris, man. I'm trying to <laughs> trying to get out there and let people know what we're into what's going on um so we've been definitely trying to do some more lives and get a, a little bit better feel out there for persons who are interested in doing hemi swaps and yeah uh, it's been it's been helpful you know a lot of people were just going oh, you know i really didn't know you know what you guys did before but now it's i can see i can understand i, I watched the lives and that's helped a good bit. So right now we've got, uh, you probably watched our last live. We've got uh, the Hellcat 69 charger on the floor. Um, so that one, it's got like the full integrated Hellcat powertrain as well as like the instrument cluster, the navigation screen, all that from the 2015 Hellcat is in this car. So it's really slick. Um, mini tub in the rear, all that good stuff. Um, so and that's in the shop right now that's in the shop right now nice yeah, I'm, I'm looking through the window right now <laughs> from the office into the shop and i just see this blower staring me in the face yeah uh, buddy it's yes awesome, dude. It's, <laughs> i mean it's it's sinister it's like jet black uh, <laughs> crazy uh stance uh full tubular suspension oh wow uh, it's a factory the powertrain's factory uh six speed to so the tr 60 66 speed manual so it's got the factory hellcat clutch uh, uh, clutch pedal brake pedal all that stuff uh all mounted in there securely uh, it's got uh said so the instrument cluster mounted really nicely in there the the touch screen for the navigation all that stuff wow uh, so it's it's been getting crazy deep you know into all those systems and programming the body control module to work with everything and you know, trying to make believe it, it started life in that car. Yeah, the that's crazy. Train, it's stupid clean. Like, it has 11,000 miles on the engine and transmission. Oh, my God. So would they just find a wrecked Hellcat and just yeah. uh, take the swap? Cleveland, it's a Cleveland Power Performance. I'm sure you've nice. probably heard of them. They, oh, yeah. They sell the turnkey pallet. So you get every scrap of wiring that was in the car. That's so awesome. taking all that, stripping it down to just the bare necessities, um, it's cool, man. And uh, it's the fab's been done by this place called Popeye's Ride Shop uh, in South Louisiana. A guy named Cody does phenomenal work. 
uh, on the metal work and the, uh, the actual fab of the suspension, all that stuff. Uh, so we're just doing the electronics and the powertrain. We did a killer uh, center mount exhaust on it. So, oh, really? Oh, uh, yeah. It's cool. It's just, it's very tasteful. Like, it's not tacky, you know, like it's sure. not like, stuck on there. Yeah. It's kind of Frenched in, like hidden under the license plate. So nice. It's, it's real slick. But yeah, I got to get that out. And then um, our harnesses, we are stocked up. I think we have. We've been selling. We still have probably about 90 units here um, that are getting final assembly, and they're pretty much made to order at this point. So we have the nice. majority of our wiring harnesses in the boxes, and then you select your options on the website, which type of uh, gas pedal you want, whether you want the uh, like the 0304 bell crank to run a uh, 727 or 904 trans, or if you yeah. want a new just sort of straight-up electric pedal. We put that on. Uh, we put the connector on to match uh, what gear engine it's going to go to, and then we test it and ship it out the door. So that's been going well. And I, my car is not running right now. Oh so, my god! <laughs> yeah, I. Uh, so we did the pink car for Mopar Collector's Guide. It was a pink '72 Cuda with the six-one swap. Um, so I'm waiting to see that article come out. I thought it was going to be the September issue, but I think it might more more so be the November now because I think October just shipped the October issue. So it should be the cover of November, December, maybe. That, that's awesome, dude. I'm so uh, happy for you guys. Yeah, so to finish that car, I had one of our uh, secondary prototypes uh, for the wiring harness for that engine. Uh, I had it on my car originally, and uh, I took it off my car just to verify everything on the pink car's harness, just to make sure everything is exactly as it needs to be, functioning correctly, looks good. Yeah. And uh, so I need to put that harness, my harness back on my car. Uh, <laughs> so the car, my car is just sitting in the lift on the corner collecting dust. Oh man. Uh, it's crazy, man. We got all kind of stuff going on. We have to be ready for Mo Party. That's going to be a blast. Yeah. Absolutely. Blake and uh, Matt Monroe from the Matt Fro Monroe on Big Blocks Garage podcast. I'm meeting those guys out there. Mike, Mike's coming too, right? Mike's coming, man. Yep. Mike's coming. Nice, nice. Blake's business partner's coming out. So it's going to be a great time. I'm super excited, man. Between you guys, you, Matt, and Johnny, you guys <laughs> just, you're the deadline kings. <laughs> like, oh, man. That's, uh, yeah. I get all the sleep in the world. I'm, uh, I'm really excited to see you guys get your stuff to Mo Party because somebody wants to offer a challenge to you guys. Now I can't give the details yet because I got to make sure your cars get done, but it's a very cool, it's a very cool challenge. And um, we talked about it a little bit and he proposed it to me and he told me what his idea was. And I said, Oh, they'll love that. So I can't wait. So uh, yeah, I got to talk I, to him a little bit more. I'm going to commit to you right now. My car is going to beat it. Okay. All right. I, I like gonna it. Happen. I mean, yeah. it's, I actually, uh, I spun it over yesterday. The harness is not fully in it, you know, but it was enough to sputter it over. So I'm committed. So my proposal to you is on, and I would not mind if you release some of that because I have a plan. If, if you choose <laughs> to divulge what I recommended to you, I'm going to let you in on a little back secret. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, let's uh, let's talk about that off air. Let's uh, okay. let's let's figure this out a little bit. I want to make sure that we're on the same page here, because okay. uh, uh, yeah, this is gonna be this is gonna be fun. Um, I'm excited. It's uh, what what day are you guys are getting there on Friday? No, uh, 
We are leaving very early Thursday, so we'll be driving all day Thursday. Oh, okay. Um, and we should be getting there pretty late. Um, yeah. It's a fairly long drive for us. It's like 14 hours. Jeez. Uh, yeah. It's wow. Long drive. Luckily, you know, it's going to be Mike and I will be, we'll trailer the car up just because uh, uh, 14 hours, this car still has a Ford speed transmission. Yeah. Uh, 3,000 3, RPMs, even if it is a Gen 3 Hemi, 3,000 RPMs for 14 hours is yeah. quite a bit. Yeah. That's a, gosh that that's a risk that i don't know if i'd be willing to take man or yeah, just i mean i i suppose you could make it it's just a matter of convenience no, yeah. <laughs> you know what i mean and it's, it's, god forbid something happens at least you have a trailer you yeah. know what i mean especially so in october i will be i've driven it on a couple of one hour hour and a half trips okay it's, it's fine, yeah sure but not 14 yeah <laughs> uh, but no, we have cruising the coast coming up uh, the that's first right. full week of October, and I'll be driving there, and that's a two-hour drive uh, from here. Wow. So I'm, I'm driving it the whole way through back roads. Uh, nice. Just the the, the twists, the turns. Um, see some sights, you know. I want to go. Yeah. I want to go Mopar stalking just like you, man. <laughs> I want to see what I can find on some back roads. Careful what you wish for, Blake. <laughs> it's a it's a doggy dog world out there. Now, you drove the car the last cruise in the coast, right? Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, yeah it, I can't believe how fast it's been. It seems like just yesterday I was like, "Hey man, I don't know if I can get you that I don't know if I can get you the banner in time." <laughs> yeah. Still have the banner. It is still hanging up in the background for all our shoots. Uh, I know. I fine. see it and I'm like, "Yeah, buddy. Thank you very much for keeping that up there. That's finally uh, much getting appreciated. back on shooting videos, <laughs> yeah. man. So awesome. you're, you're so welcome. I want to make sure that uh, everybody gets the word out here. Yeah. So I was hoping, I don't know. I haven't seen the the cover lately, but in all the photos that <laughs> to the magazine oh man i was hoping it would maybe be in the background um, <laughs> watch them doctor it watch them like photoshop it out <laughs> that'd be hilarious yeah, they're really cool guys so uh, i keep sure hearing they, that they're going to be at mo party so i'll introduce you to them awesome really yeah. nice guys rob that's cool, man. Um, I've heard nothing but good things about the Mopar Collectors guy guys. So oh, they're super cool. Yeah, and it's uh, they're local to us. So I just go up into Baton Rouge and about forty five minute drive from here. Oh no, kidding! Uh, yeah, that's oh I didn't know that. Rooted. Yeah, it's in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. Oh wow! Uh, so when Power Tour stopped here, so it ended here. I want to say in twenty uh, fourteen or fifteen, maybe fourteen. And then it, it started here the following year. It usually starts at the, the city it ends in the previous year. That's Their whole premise is that it's a continual road trip. So wherever it ended this year, it's going to start here the next year. Um, cool. So we got to see it two years back to back here in town, literally three miles. The arena is like three miles from wow. a DIY Emmy headquarters. So um, we went to that event and... Uh, it's just been crazy. Like I, I can't express it. Like you go there and every time it's in town, Rob from Mopar Collectors guy, he has Mo Party actually was like kind of a hot rock power tour thing before the hobby. You know, they, oh. they used to kind of unofficially call it okay. Mo Party or a Mo Power Tour. Nice. Uh, so it was like all the Mopars on the Hot Rod Power Tour would meet up at one night at one specific venue along the way. And it was kind of like 
hey, all the Mopar guys from the High Rod Power Tour, let's get together and like, have a throwdown, have a batch. So that was my first time going to the Mopar Collector's Guide headquarters is when it stopped here, the Power Tour. They had the, the Mopower Tour, the Mo Party, as they kind of called it unofficially back then. Awesome. And it was at the, their headquarters off of Foster Drive in Baton Rouge. Oh, cool. They had a live band. They had a food <laughs> catered. Oh, man. There were Mopars all over the place. And it was, it was crazy. So at, at that time, all I had was a C10. Right? Yeah, sure. And uh, my, uh, I had a Cuda. It just wasn't road yeah. So I'm yeah. like, well, let me drive my C10 over there. <laughs> and it died on me. So I'm like, oh, no. Of Mopars. Oh, no. So I drive it. The fuel pump kick, it cut out on me. Oh, okay. So I'm, I'm pulling in. No problem. We go to leave. And, like, the truck won't start. The fuel pump just died. And so the ride was super cool. That was my first time really meeting him up front. Yeah. And he's like, oh, no, man. Look, we'll lock it in the back. It'll be fine here. Come get it whenever. So he was really cool about that. And, and yeah. It's kind of funny that <laughs> the way we met, I was a Mopar guy, but I had yeah. to pin, right? And sure. He, just, he laughed. He was like, yeah. oh, I don't know. Chevy will do it every time. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. You just, you're just giving me more reason to keep looking at places in Louisiana because I'm Texas bound, but Louisiana yeah. isn't too far away from Texas. Texas you know is mean? good, man. I lived yeah. in Texas for a little while. It's super Gosh, nice. I, I have to, man. I've been. Uh, it's it's crazy up here in Washington, and I just don't see it getting any better anytime soon. So, and I, I really want to be centralized to be able to hit more events and be in a you know um, a closer location to you know all my favorite events and cruising the coast. You keep talking about that, and oh, it just sounds badass to me. I love those types of road trip type shows and stuff and events and like the hot rod power tour i really want to do that someday that would be a lot of fun fun. like yeah i uh god it looks like a lot of fun and then carlisle i i've already made it i i've committed next year i gotta go to carlisle um i keep hearing from i mean we were talking about it uh last night ian works for um, one of the guests that came on he works for toyo tires and he was talking about sema and he's like look sema's great he goes, but it's one of those things where it's like you really only have to see it one time, you know, unless yeah. you're really unless you're really like you want to see all the new products and all the builds and stuff. He goes, but one time is really all you need to go to actually just take it in. So next year I may I may not go to SEMA, but I definitely got to go to Carlisle because that's a, if the Mopar show of Mopar shows, you know, next to the Mopar Nats. That's another one I got to get to someday. But uh, Carlisle's it, man. I Every time I see pictures, it's got everything I like. I mean, they even have PT cruisers there. So, like, it's like yeah. you know what I mean? It's like well, they got everything. I were joking about the PT cruiser. So, this was my first time this year, and I had always heard about it. I've gone to Nats many years, and um, I, was, I didn't know what to expect. I heard it was better. You know? Yeah. And everyone I've talked to, I'm like, well, you know, how's it? Better? It's just better. It's like, well, what do you mean? Like, specifically, you get there, and it's it's just better. <laughs> you know but it's um one of those things there when we left uh we left mid day sunday or something we left we, we were really only there for friday and saturday so it was kind of quick in and out um they had over three thousand cars on the show field that's crazy three thousand on the show field and so it's different you know cruising the coast is something we do every year 
and definitely I have to get have to get you down here for that. Yeah, uh, we just got the numbers back. Uh, was it this week? So fifteenth was the shutoff. August fifteenth is a shutoff for early bird registration. That's you know you can register online, get everything, mm. get your whole package set up uh, ahead of time, right? And they'll they'll email you, uh, you know, they'll snail mail you a postcard with your registration number on. As of that shutoff, that's when they stop taking online registrations and mail-in registrations. Everything now, you have to just wait till October and register in person when you get there. Pre-registered, 8,053 calls. Oh, my God. <laughs> Pre-registered. It wow. doesn't include the people that show up on a whim and drive down for the day and register at the end. That doesn't include the people that go and don't register at all. You have 40 miles of coastline. That is a rolling car show. My God. Is, the streets are lined with people Ugh. sitting on the sidewalks in the beachfront with pop-up tents, fold-out chairs. I've seen pictures of Woodward, Woodward Drive, you know, the whole yeah, sure. Boulevard. I've seen yeah. pictures. I haven't been. Yeah. So to be fair, I haven't been there. Mm. But when I look at pictures of Woodward and then knowing the experience I have at cruising, it's five times six times as big for those so i didn't even know that existed until you told me about it and when you told me about it i was like whoa whoa whoa, whoa. so it's like a, a cruise you know because sometimes you see people they write cruise you know and it's like a you know cruise around the block or something or maybe go through town once in 40 miles of coastline that's a rolling car show that's insane yeah so the, this is kind of the premise okay so this is the 25th anniversary this year. Really big deal. They always have a giveaway car. Okay, I would say going back to 2003 or 2004, every year they've given a car away. So it's it, the benefits, the proceeds go to Make-A-Wish Foundation, uh, but it's always a really nice one. Uh, this year for the 25th anniversary, it's a convertible 57 Chevy Bel Air. Uh, but they've had some really cool stuff over the years. And they're just, it's a, fully restored turnkey muscle car or wow. hot rod every year. It's like 25 bucks for three tickets to get in. And someone is guaranteed. I mean, it's not, the car is there. Like you can literally walk up, look at the car, whatever it is. <laughs> wow. going to win that car on the closing Sunday of cruising the coast. Somebody is going to take that thing home. That's crazy. Uh, so it is, I think it's seven cities now over 40 miles of Gulf Coast beachfront road, seven cities, each city for the entire week. It starts on a Sunday, ends on a Sunday. So it's a week-long event. <laughs> That's crazy. It's all the seven cities every day of the week have something going on. Like every city has a grandstand set up with live bands, live entertainment. Wow. You have food trucks. You have vendors. Um, there's the Coliseum, which is kind of the central of the, the whole entire coastline, it's like in the middle in uh, the Goldport Coliseum. That is like where the swap meet is. That's where the autocross is. That's where uh, like all the vendors set up their trucks and that kind of stuff. But it is seven cities that are all having one big party at a time. So what it is, is on you, you, you go into the registration tent, you get your sticker. Okay. You put it on the dash. It has to be a 1989 or older vehicle. And that allows you to get in any of those seven cities. Each of the seven cities has like their entire downtown blocked off for just registered cars. So wow. they have police, 
you drive in, you find the spot, park downtown. It's all like foot traffic. Seven cities having a simultaneous car show over a seven-day period. And you pull up whatever band's playing. You just have fun. You cruise. Well, on Thursday, they start the stamping. So Thursday, you have a card. It's like a passport. And it's got all the seven cities on it, or at least six of the seven cities, right? And if you cruise Thursday through Sunday, you cruise to each one of the cities. As you enter into the gates, they'll stamp your car like a passport. Uh You turn that in at the last spot, the last, when you fill in the last blank, no matter which city it is, you turn it in. And they pull out of all those, you know, I don't know how many $500 gas cards and all kind of like prizes, stuff like that. So you're literally just navigating. You're just cruising at your pace. You do what you want. Drive up and down the strip, uh, you know, tuck into these little, small, beachfront, cozy towns, listen to bands, have a great time. They have, like, poker runs and little events that go on. They have, like, a veterans cruise. So they say, hey, Tuesday at 2.30, there's a beachfront, uh, like, VA hospital and like a retirement home. Uh-huh. They get all the classic cars and they literally have a parade that goes through the VA home for all the the veterans there that are on wow. assisted living, right? So they do that. They have uh, a homecoming parade at one of the high schools every year. They have, oh man, it's just the list goes on and on of all these things that you could do. Uh, it's, I, it is, it is, it's like no other. And then at night, it comes alive even more. So it's like the tail end, the Friday, Saturday, at the end, sometimes Thursdays too. Like it is bumper to bumper traffic for miles of hot. Wow. You just pull over, sit on the side, and it is like burnouts, people playing, goofing off. And my God, it's nuts, dude. I, I can't describe it any other than it's just, it's nuts. And it's just so much fun. All right. I got to, when the truck is hemi swapped, I will figure out a way to get it down. I want to spend a week down there and just cruise the car. That sounds like a lot of fun. It's I, not, it's... I, I feel like I would suffer from FOMO though. When you've got so many car shows going on, it's like, God, which, you know, like, you know, you're missing you out do. on, you gotta be missing out on something cool somewhere. You know, you do, you, you miss out like God, literally, I, you know, you follow the Facebook page and you scroll through and this is, you know, a week later, you're, you're suffering from withdrawals. You just went from this huge event that was so much fun. And you're a week out and you're like, God, it's another year to cruise in the coast. Oh, it sucks. <laughs> and so you're, you're thumbing through pictures and you're just like, I was there all week and I never saw that. Yeah. <laughs> like, I never saw that. It, that's, you know, people are like, oh man, did anybody see the, uh, the jet ski motorcycle? And it's like, no. <laughs> it's, people, wow. People build their own cars and bring them down God, that's crazy. Yeah, that that sounds like an event that I need to go to. <laughs> you definitely do. The Wednesday or yeah, Wednesday, they have the all Mopar show. So one of the cities based St. Louis ropes it off. Uh, there's an old train station, and it is a Mopar only show. So you can only get in if you have a Mopar. And it's just littered with cool stuff. Okay, well, definitely going to be there. <laughs> yeah, that's, cool. that's awesome. We got another guy in the chat. Steve tried to come on a couple uh, shows ago, and we were having difficulties. And we figured out last night, um, Ian, one of the guys that came on, said he knew what the problem was. And the problem was that uh, Steve had Facebook open and StreamYard open at the same time. So that was creating feedback. So we'll bring Steve on, see if we get the same result or if it's all cleaned up. Steve, welcome to the show. 
How's it going, buddy? I think he's on mute. Steve, you're on mute. Unmute, un unmute your mic. You're muted. We can't hear you. All right. While we wait for Steve, um, how long have you been going to that show, Blake, that cruise? Ooh, Chris, I have been going since I was 18, 17. Oh, wow. Wow. And what's funny is, it, okay, so, you know, at some point back in the past, it used to be a vehicle had to be 25 years or older to enter. That's, yeah. just, that's what it was back then. And I thought that was cool. It's like, oh, cool. You know, as we grow older and as the years go by, more and more vehicles will be able to enter. That would be really fun. So maybe six, seven years ago, they said, ah, we're just going to stop it at 1989. We're not going to go any further. And it's just like, ah, dang. You know, that's some cool stuff after 1989. Um, so this is all to get back to this point. I've been going to cruising the coast so long that the car I took to my first cruise in the coast now would have qualified 25 years old to be in cruise in the coast. That's hilarious. If they would have kept that, that pace up. So I look at old photographs of me and my buddies and it's just like, it's <laughs> nuts. All right. We're going to bring Steve on here in just a second. Let me get, let me catch up on this chat. I'm so horrible about keeping up on the chat. So let's get through this real quick. Adam, that's my buddy from work. Yes. Episode 100, Walter joy, 2022 goal is live stream from Carlisle. Absolutely. 100%. That is the goal. Um, Ryan, congrats on the 100. Thank you, sir. Bill, congrats on number 100 from the Magnum guy. Here's to hundred more. Yes, sir. Thank you. Um, yes, we did say Mo party. We will be there. Roy, this guy, he keeps nailing uh, trophies and stuff. He keeps getting accolades from these car shows that he's going to. So that's awesome. Oh, local union show. I actually, um, the Teamsters, which I'm part of the union, they're having a show too. So that's going to be a lot of fun. Hopefully, uh, hopefully a lot of people show up. Um, we'll see about that. Uh, Spencer says, love the power tour. I'll be going to the final stop for this year. That's cool, man. Um, that's, I've been looking at the power tour for a long time. So I want to get, uh, I want to get over to the power tour some point, uh, you know, I got cruising the coast. Now I got the power tour. I definitely got to check out Woodward. That's another one. That's cool. Yes. Um, so much cool stuff. Uh, Walter says Tennessee slash North Carolina is another hot spot. Really? Spencer Carlisle is an awesome show. I've been once and will hopefully go next year for the 50th anniversary for the 1972 model year. That's awesome, dude. Joe Vito, what's up? The president of the Canadian Mopar club is in the house. Cool. Um, all right, Steve, let's get you on now before I get you on Steve, remember only have Streamyard open. Okay. So if you have Facebook open too, close that. That way we won't get any feedback. So here we go. Before I get you on, Steve, remember. <laughs> There's the feedback. <laughs> you have Facebook open too. Close that. Steve, can you hear me? So here we go. There's Blink twice if you can hear me. Yeah, I just turned Facebook off. All right, cool. We got Steve. Let's there bring on uh, Side Road. I lost. You got me? Can you hear me? Maybe My... you turn Facebook back on. Can you hear me? You got me? <laughs> okay. We got, we got you. We got you. Oh, and there he's gone. We're bringing in side road. 
Matt, what's up, buddy? What's going on, man? Not a whole lot. I don't know if you heard uh, what I was talking about earlier with Blake, but I don't know if you want to announce that now or what. You want to talk to him about it now? Yeah, might as well. Um, All right. So, I mean, I kind of wanted to sweeten the pot a little bit for you two. And, uh, you know, you and Matt with the, the race showdown. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Basically, I wanted to say uh, that the winner between you two will get a, uh, a free free sticker design. Oh, snap. So uh, oh, just, just sweeten it up for you guys. I, I got to have power at her somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So Matt, Matt will have to listen to this later and figure out uh, that he's, he got, he has another challenge. That's, that's cool. Uh, yeah. I'm excited about that. <laughs> uh, hey, I'm game. I'm game. Yeah. Sweeten the pot a little bit. Yes, indeed. I'll make that. Yeah, I mean, I'm, excited. I'm excited to see that, that little showdown, though, for real. Me too. That, yeah. That's exactly why I'm uh, throwing that throwing the little, little honey in for you. I, I cannot lie and say that I am not worried. I'm worried. Yeah, it's, the A body's <laughs> light. So, yeah, I'm, uh, I'm sweating a little bit. It's going to come down to who is a little crazier now i feel like i feel blake that there's an advantage that you have and i feel like there's an advantage that matt has obviously the a body a little bit nimbler okay but you've already been behind the wheel of your car you know and you've you've gotten some wheel time behind it matt's going to be in this completely new car to him you know because before last time he was driving the duster it had a slant six <laughs> now he's throwing Ooh, a hemi yeah. in it it's gonna be a different ball game so it's going to be interesting to see. I, I'm glad I'm not driving. I'm glad I get to watch. This is going to be fun. So yeah. My theory is, yeah, so he has the auto and uh, traditional suspension, eight and three quarter. I think with the light weight factor, I think quarter mile he will win. I just think yeah. so. Um, I think – if I don't watch it with the four speed, I'll blow the rear tires out just launching. Like I, think, <laughs> yeah. I just think he's going to take me at the quarter. I think I might have an advantage in the autocross, um, just because, I, like I said, I've been behind the wheel. Maybe you know, maybe yeah. I have a little advantage there. But he's lighter. That's kind of my prediction: is he'll take me in the quarter mile, and I'll take him in the autocross. Gosh, what are we going to do for a tiebreaker? Yeah, hmm. I, was, I was literally going to say the same thing. <laughs> I don't know. We have a. Uh, there's a couple other things that are tied to it. There's like a cruise. And uh, yeah, I heard about the cruise. I didn't realize there was going to be a cruise too. Yeah. And so I got to figure out who, who, who I'm going to ride with. I think I'll ride with Matt and the duster and then you and Mike, you and Mike and the Cuda. It'll be fun. And there's something else. I think it's called like a three S challenge or something. Really? I don't even know what that is, but it's huh. cool. Well, I'm bringing, hopefully if he gets back to me, I'm bringing Blaine from, um, blaine from uh holly on the show to talk about mo party so we'll find out uh everything we need to know probably next week for episode 101 um hopefully if, if everything goes good he, we're working on the schedule right now because it's coming down to the wire i told him i was like i didn't think you guys were going to reach out to me because we're getting pretty close to september so um but i've been kind of talking about it here and there to kind of let people know that we're going so it's it's not like it hasn't been promoted but um yeah. all right steve let's bring you on dude so it, it's not like it. there's a feedback immediately. <laughs> All right, Steve, let's bring you on, dude. Steve, can you hear me? There's a feedback immediately. 
All right, Steve. Okay, can you hear me now? I can. I'm going to give yes. you. I'm going to give you free reign for five minutes. Tell me what's on your mind, dude. That way, there's no feedback from me or any of these other guys. I'm going to give you free reign for five minutes. Tell me what's on your mind, dude. That way, there's no feedback from me or any of these other guys. <laughs> Well, you know what? It's happening again. I don't know what it is. This um, computer thing. Well, you know what? It's happening again. <laughs> it, it takes like five seconds, and I can hear myself talk. Um, do you have only StreamYard open right now? And I can hear my. And it's loud. It's hard to talk over myself. <laughs> well, I turn. Loud. Talk over myself. <laughs> I turned Facebook off and I lost you last time. Weird. Turn Facebook off right now and let's see what happens. And I lost you last time. Weird. Turn Facebook off right now. Episode 100, folks. <laughs> oh. Okay. Can you hear me? I can hear you. And I have no feedback. But I can't hear you if you can hear me. I can hear you fine. Yeah. I hear you fine. But you can't hear, you can't, you can't, you can't hear? I can't hear. Oh, man. Um, well. <laughs> I don't know. It, I, um, man. Steve, you and I, we're going to, let me contact you and we're going to do an offline, um, non-live episode. All right? Oh, okay. Can you hear me now? I can, I can hear, hear you. You can hear me. I can hear you. All right, Steve. Welcome to the show, Steve. He's a, a local challenger owner, and he also has a dart. Um, I met him a few years ago at a show that's going on tomorrow. That's the Sunbust show. That's a local all Mopar show um, put on by uh, Mopars Unlimited. And I'm going to go tomorrow. Steve, you're going to go tomorrow. Are you going to bring mm -hmm. your challenger this time or no? No, I'm bringing my truck and a trailer, and I'm going to okay. try to unload a whole bunch of parts that i've been storing for years oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah i don't know what prices are going for now but i'm gonna figure it out but probably give people good deals i hope all right get yes. their car get their cars going that's no. uh that's hard to find in the mopar world right now <laughs> so yeah, it'll be well. i'm excited i like swap meets so i'll I'll bring a couple hundred bucks and see what you got <laughs> yeah well i got challenger and a body stuff i've probably got just as much i'm not bringing i'll bring next year but okay um might have to talk to you about some yeah. uh, swinger parts yes yeah i've got three of them here now <laughs> yeah so uh, steve you've been into mopars for a long long time and we met because i saw your f8 green challenger tell us about that challenger well man it Somewhere around 1990, 91, I saw it. I had a little nickel, little yellow newspaper. If some people don't even remember those things, but I do. <laughs> yeah, I, do. Yeah. I, I called the guy up. He's out in Lopez Island, and it said Challenger for sale. And he says, "Well, it's a TA." I go, "What?" <laughs> and I'll be right up. Ask my boss the time off. Went and grabbed my kid out of school, jumped on a ferry boat, and went that. Lopez Island and bought it. Well, that was 30 years ago. And um, 
man, I've been buying and selling parts. I must own 20 challengers in my life. Um, <laughs> buying and selling parts. I put that thing together myself. The only thing I didn't do was paint it myself. I did everything else. It, um, I sold parts, traded parts, just about everything on its original pieces. I don't know aftermarket stuff. It just the car was running and driving, fifteen hundred dollar car back then. And, Crazy. Um, drove it home and uh, tore it apart, and I literally had to four four people pick it up and put it on a trailer to get it where I'm at now. <laughs> it was all in pieces for many, many, many years. Um, yeah, it's <clears throat> beautiful car. Um, it is. It is. You could eat off that thing. It was so clean. I, you know, I'm not just tooting your horn because you're here right now, but it was one of the cleanest cars at that show. I was like, wow, this is crazy. And you're right there with all the wing cars. And I was like, this, this challenger, I took, I probably took a hundred pictures of that car just because I'm a big fan of F8 green and it just looked good. It was just a clean car, but you had a, you had a funny story, Steve. I remember you telling me about a girl sunbathing on this car. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I bought it from her brother and he okay. told me a story that she got it for a, she got it brand new for high school graduation, and um, she would take it out down to the beach, and they'd lay on the roof and sunbathe. Well, <laughs> I had to replace the roof because it was so <laughs> tweaked out that I had to cut the whole roof off with the skin and reskin the roof. And um, other than that, it was a pretty rust-free car, except it had been in a um, front-end accident, so the hood was gone, and... Um, so it doesn't have the it has a ta motor in it i that's another story but um she um <clears throat> got in a wreck and um she traded the guy the motor for the bodywork and he put a 318 in it and i'm in, i'm in search for the motor but the Man. motor the motor that I have it is a TA motor came out of an F8 green challenger. I have the VINs and everything for the car. I bought the whole car. It, um, this guy down in Oregon, he was restoring the car to his friend's boat shop and the boat shop burned to the ground. The car was in the boat shop and he had all the parts to the car and the engine at, um, Keith black shop. And then, um, the interior parts in his apartment, so I bought the entire car minus the shell. Wow! For four grand, motor and all, motor been rebuilt, four speed car. Okay. And I took those two cars and I put it back together. They just the yeah. VIN don't match on the motor. It's the only thing <clears throat> for as far as um, last digits, but. That's that's crazy that she would trade bodywork for. Yeah. <laughs> wow. That guy like, that guy knew what he was doing. He's like, oh yeah, oh yeah. Oh, yeah. He, he stripped that car of all of his TA stuff, man. I had to scrounge and scrounge. Oh get man. Original TA parts. Yeah, that's and, crazy. You know, the fin, the spoiler, everything was gone. It, you know, even even the even the differential was um, changed out. You know. Wow. Oh, he knew it was yeah <laughs> he saw a sucker man oh that poor girl she had no idea she was getting taken for a ride and not in a good way that's rough that is rough dude yeah. sun sunbathing <laughs> sunbathing on the hood man or on the roof that's insane yeah, you gotta... <laughs> yeah it came from Los but i figured it was bought in anacortes okay actually i got the hood from a sales 
guy in Anacortes Dodge dealership. It was stuffed in the back room. No shit. <laughs> yeah. Wow. It's like, yeah, I gave him, I think, 800 bucks for the hood and it was factory original hood stuffed in the back of a dealership. That's crazy. And um, it came off a car. It wasn't new. It wasn't, it wasn't a OE or anything like or a NOS or nothing like that. But, yeah. When when's the next time I get to see that Challenger, man? When you come over to the peninsula. All right. Sounds good. Well, I'll probably take it to a show when this COVID's over. I don't know. Yeah. See what yeah. happens. Right on. Um have you been have you taken it to any of the shows this year? I know we had good guys and stuff, but I didn't see you at good guys. No, it's um over here in the peninsula, it's kinda I don't like taking cars on a ferry. Oh man! Yeah, I, yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't brand, either. I had a brand new car, and then some little kid gets out, bam, bam, my door. You know, I'm like, it's like, really? Yeah, he's going swimming. See ya. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Oh, yeah. that, that's rough. It's, it's like you know, it's drive all the way around. It's I won't. Yeah. I won't put that car on a ferry. No way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't blame you at all. Yeah, they just they just cram them in there. Just you know, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. I know that uh, there was like a little show on. I think it was Vashon Island recently, and everybody loaded up all their Mopars on that little ferry that goes from West Seattle to Vashon Island. Man, I was like, God, I don't know if I'd want to do that. That's, <laughs> but yeah, we, that... we have another guy in the chat, Brian. We're gonna bring Brian on. Brian, can you hear us? Oh yeah, I can hear you. Can you hear me? What? All right. Yes, sir. What's up, buddy? Nice to meet oh, you. Oh, not much. Yeah. What uh, What's cracking in your world? Oh, nothing besides going and looking at a three forty duster today. My buddy just bought. Oh yeah. Those ones I sent you that picture of the yellow one. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Um. So t- tell me about the road, or tell us about that road runner, and then tell us about that duster because you sent me oh. pictures of this road runner too. And that it car was beautiful. Yeah, tell us about that. Well, I went and uh, my buddy, he had a friend that had a friend, and I live I live in Illinois, right outside of St. Louis. Uh-huh. Okay, so my my my. My friend calls me. He's like, hey, we're going to look at a couple cars. I'm like, all right, we go look at these cars. It's in a little bitty garage. I mean, it's a two-car garage. And they had three cars in there. Well, there was a, I think it was an 87 Super Coupe on this side. that was all tore apart. And on the other side of the Roadrunner was a 73 Cuda. Well, the two, the 73 Cuda and the 71 Roadrunner where was the where they were literally that far apart when we pulled the road runner out it actually rubbed the cuda a little bit oh wow well i'm looking at this car and i'm like because my first car was a 71 satellite i know these cars okay i'm looking at this car and missouri has inspection stickers where they uh they punch the last year well i look at this car and that the inspection sticker was there the last year punched was 78 Oh, wow. This car had been sitting in that garage since 78. This guy's dad, the last time he lived in this house was like 89. And he just kept kept the uh, kept the utilities going and kept the taxes paid on it because he wanted a place to store his stuff. 
and then his dad ended up getting dementia and he's like we gotta get rid of this house and his sister with the the uh, the guy's sister was like, well, we'll just call one of those junk places to come and they'll just clean everything up for us. And I'm really glad they didn't do that. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it was, uh, it, that now the car had a hundred thousand miles on it. So it was like seven years of rough. Wow. Living, <laughs> but the vinyl top was perfect. It had very minimal, minimal rust in the quarters. I got a ton of pictures. I could send you that car because I helped them sell it. Yeah. And, uh, it's, I, I got, uh, I have a, uh, YouTube channel. It's a dust devil garage. Okay. And I have, uh, videos of that car going through it and looking, I mean, the interior was all covered in mold, but I just went in and wiped it out and it was all, I mean, there was one rip, one little rip on the, on the pad or the driver's seat. And then in the headliner in the back, there was a rip about that big and that was it. Wow. Well, so what, it, what, it could, oh, go ahead. What did it take to get the car running? You guys got it running and then sold it or what? Yeah. Yeah. We, uh, I got a video of that too. And, and it's, it's crazy. We put a carburetor on it. Didn't have well, we, the original carburetor was in the trunk. We put, he had just sold his race car and we, he took his carburetor off his race car and put on it, put a battery in it, put an electronic fuel pump to a gas can. He cranked it once and it kicked off, but then died. <laughs> Okay. So the other guy that was with us started working the carburetor here. He cranked it again. It fired up and just hummed. Wow. After sitting. And you can see in my video where when it first kicks off, a big old cloud of dust. Really? Up out, of the, out, of, out of the engine. Bay. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, then after that, it, I was like, nobody's going to believe this. I go, they're going to they're going to think that we warm this engine up, you know, but no, it was just, it fired up just like that. That's crazy. I did some work to it, uh, fix the brakes on it. And I did another video where we, uh, it was in my shop and uh, we were going to take it out in the yard and drive it around a little bit. So the video starts, I had had to move my truck out of the way and the video starts me walking up. Well, actually, no, it was the drive part of the video started with me walking up and my buddy, Tom, the guy that owns the car said something. And I was like, I know what he's going to do. I ran inside the shop and I focused on the back tire and he lifted. It's a, uh, it was a, uh, it's an automatic car with a slapstick console okay. car. He lit that back tire up and went through all three gears. And you can see the tire start to spin slow. Then it speeds up and then it's just white. <laughs> the whole garage. Oh, no. The garage smelled like the racetrack for like six months. <laughs> well, then I go out and then the next thing I shoot is the garage, the, the garage door. And there's smoke bellowing out and the headlights of the car come on and it comes driving out of that garage. It was, it was really cool. Sweet. <laughs> but yeah, awesome. I mean, it was a great car and I was going to buy it because, well, I'll just tell you, he bought that car and the Cuda, which is pretty rust free. It was just taken apart and I'm going to be doing a video on that too. Um, what else? So he got a set of B-body bucket seats, 73 white bucket seats that were perfect. I ended up selling those. He got uh, 383 out of something, a 67 383 that was laying around in the guy's stuff. Um, just all kinds of stuff. Uh, 
a uh, sure grip eight and three quarter rear end, and he paid ten grand for all of it. Whoa! Wow. Yeah, and basically he wants the Cuda because he has a Hemi. He wants to put a Hemi in a Cuda. He's, he's he's 71 years old. He said, that's been my dream car forever. It's not a 71 Cuda. It's a 73 Cuda, but I got a 426 Hemi, and I got this Cuda now, and that's that, that's he sold the car to fund that one. Wow. And he, and he you know, he passed it along because it was a numbers matching three. I checked the numbers, a numbers matching 383. Roadrunner, 71 Roadrunner, you wow. know, that in, in that greatest shape. And he sold it, you know, he sold it for 12.5. Just, you know. That's it? Yes. Jeez. Wow. <laughs> what? How long ago was this? Um. Oh, I want to say about three months ago. Oh, shit. Yeah, it was up. The, the, really the car was up on uh, on uh, Marketplace. He started out at 15 for it. But, you know, he said it, it, I wanted to buy it. I didn't have the money for it. I'm glad I didn't because I'm a hot rider and I'd have just screwed that whole car yeah. up. I'd have put side pipes on it. And, yeah, <laughs> you know. What's what's funny to me is that it was only $15,000 and I've seen rot boxes for $15,000. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and somebody still like, it's almost like somebody cut from my own cloth went over there. and was like, I'll give you 12, five for it. <laughs> like, yeah. What well, is happening? The thing is he wasn't losing any money. Yeah, sure. I need to. I never did send you the. Uh, I, I, I'll check it to make sure whenever after we're done here. But I am pretty sure the last, the last. What is it? The last three or four numbers of the VIN are the the number of car when it came off the showroom. Yeah, the sequential number. Uh, yeah, the sequential yeah. number. But I think I I, I want to say if it's five numbers, it was zero zero eight zero zero. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. that's cool. Nice. This is like the 800th car to come out. It was really low sequential car, too. Wow. Well, what had happened, though, is um, I, it had been in an accident, I guess, back in, in 78, and the uh, the front bumper was pushed in, and the back was uh, the back bumper was bent. And I, I guess, you know, back then, it was just a car. Somebody got in an accident, and... You know, they're like, oh, it's only got 100,000 miles on it. It's about dead. He ended up selling it. But that accident saved that car from going through the 80s and the 90s and people hot rodding it. And, and it just, just sat in that garage. Wow. That's a, I mean, the price he let it go for, God bless the guy. <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? Oh, yeah. God. That's one of those cars. God, I hope whoever got it is doing that the car. Thing is, the thing is, this <laughs> guy's dad, this guy's dad who has, has dementia, he was a collector. He has, he has, um, his son is putting together, he's got a 73 Challenger. Okay. That he's putting together that somebody had put, it was actually, I'd looked at it, I've seen the car, it's an actual 340 73 Challenger that somebody put a 440 in back in the day. And he's getting that running, but I've been in this guy's basement and it's like, it's a huge walk-in basement, you know, or walk-out basement. There's a pathway through it. <laughs> there's and there's there's uh direct connection boxes boxes of stuff he's got a set of uh blue the uh the anodized blue direct connection valve covers for a big block in the box oh yeah those are rare i had a he's i had a set a, of uh small block ones and those were rare uh yeah. to find the big block ones is next to impossible especially nos in box in the box oh yeah he's got wow. a 446 pack sitting there with all the carburetors on it just sitting there this the, the guy 
the guy had a lot of money and he spent a lot of money. <laughs> he's got parts, but he's he's trying to sell the stuff slowly. I'm guessing because, you know, he doesn't want a bunch of people at the house because then his dad, you know, they go kind of in and out with yeah, the dementia. Yeah. So, he, you know, his dad, he, his dad could come at any minute and be like, well, you selling all my stuff for, you know? Oh, man. So got to catch him on one of the bad days. But he's not ever going to be able to do anything with it. The yeah. guy, the guy's son, the guy who sold all this stuff, he's a Ford guy. Oh, really? Yeah. He loves Ford trucks and stuff. So, huh. you know, T- I think he's putting that car together. We've, we've tried to talk him out of that, the, the challenger a couple of times. And I think he's putting that together because that's like the last one of his dad's cars that he got. And it was in the best shape of all of them. Hmm. Now, you also sent me pictures of this yellow uh, 340 duster. Is that an original 340 car? What was it, 73 yes. or something? 73, 340 okay. duster, console bucket car, yellow, nice. black interior. And there's not a spot of rust on this guy. I don't, I, I don't, I don't know how my buddy finds this stuff. <laughs> and um, where it, it had been that, that car has been sitting for 20 years oh wow and uh, it looked it looked I pretty just, clean in the pictures i was like uh, oh, i'm yeah, surprised it's, that it's, it's been it's, sitting for that long it's got patina you know but my buddy's sure. old school he wants to paint it all up nice and i'm like i would get this thing running and drive it people would yeah. love because the patina is perfect on it nice but he's gonna fix it all up and everything but um I went over and looked at it, crawled all through it tonight. I was supposed to be taking video, but I'm bad about that because it's <laughs> like I get over there. If I'm by myself, I'll do the video. But we were sitting there talking about the car, and all of a sudden, it's like, oh, two hours later. Oh, I was going to shoot a video on this car. I'll do it next time. So I'll just do it when I'm working on it. But, right on. Seems like uh, everybody, everybody's finding cars out there. It's few and far between that I see yeah. such good deals, though. And when I do hear of a good deal for that one, oh really? Oh, yeah, man. the Duster he paid sixty five hundred for it. He was uh, talking to me when I first saw it, like, "Oh, I think I paid too much." I'm like, "No, no." And it's all original, all original, or what? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, that's a good deal. I would say um, if it's all complete numbers matching, mm-hmm. even though it's a 73, like you, it, it's just hard to find anything complete like that yeah. for a reasonable price. I, that sounds reasonable to me. I've <laughs> seen 318 dusters in that condition going for six grand. Oh yeah. You know? Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's uh, the market is uh, for a bodies is definitely on the rise, especially if you have, you know, like what Matt has, you know, if, uh swinger or any any especially the v8 cars if it's got a v8 you 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 can throw an extra zero at the end and get some money for it um but uh right on well thanks for coming on and thanks for sharing the story about that that roadrunner man god that's i yeah. love the i love the fuselage cars uh, they're really starting to uh grow on me um yeah, over the like past said, few years it's all it's it, 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 it's all on my uh my um youtube channel i don't have a whole lot of videos because I don't just throw out videos just to put out videos. So when it anyway, comes along, I'll make the videos. Go ahead and tell everybody what your YouTube channel is so everybody can get subscribed. 
my YouTube channel is Dust Devil Garage. Dust Devil Garage on YouTube. Yeah. Go check out Brian's channel. Make sure you subscribe and watch those videos. I know that uh, later on tonight, I'm going to check out that Roadrunner video. It's probably going to make my heart hurt a little bit. 12.5. <laughs> and yeah. it was posted for 15. Like, that's one of those situations. Like, I, I keep saying, when I had I money earlier this year. Really? Yeah. <laughs> Man, when I had money this year, if I... I, the problem is, is those cars don't exist where I'm at. And if they do, other people snatch them up long before I can get to them. That's the problem. Um, I thought I had all the power in the world. Once I had that cash in my hand, I was like, oh, it's on now. I can't wait for the car to come along. And, you know, I, I got my truck, so I'm, I'm really happy with it. But um, nothing like that showed up or I'd, I, it'd be in the garage right now. <laughs> you know, oh, they're I mean? still out there, though. That that just proves that they're still out there, though. If, if my, they are. My, my buddy found that duster on Facebook Marketplace. Really? Yeah. I, okay. See, I have a problem with Facebook Marketplace because it's never consistent for me. And sometimes it glitches out. And sometimes, I don't know, I don't trust it 100%, but I have seen some good deals. I wish, and uh, maybe I'm wrong here, but it seems too difficult to look um, nationwide for stuff yes, it seems like it's really hard like locally you can find the local stuff but the, i want to search nationwide if facebook wants to compete with the craigslist you got to make it an easy to search nationwide type thing yeah, um, my, I, my problem with that is it shows me the same like 12 yeah. cars i'm like, yeah. it, like show mm -hmm. me something different i've looked at this one like four or five yeah. times already yeah yeah well every time i go on facebook marketplace lately my old blue truck shows up and i'm like yeah <laughs> i actually have that saved i have your old blue yeah. truck saved on mine yeah i, I hit more power to him i <laughs> i don't know if you'd want me to say this but i saw in his private messages he was like uh or on his on his uh personal page he said he'd take 15 for it and i'm just like hey man if you get fifteen thousand, because i paid fourteen thousand for the Mr. Norm truck, which yeah. I thought was super high. The only reason I bought it was because I thought the letters were cool. You know what I mean? Um, it's not a real Mr. Norm truck. It is clean for a tin grill, mm -hmm. but uh, if, it, if it didn't have the letters on it, I've said it before, I would have never paid $14,000 for that truck. And because I know that blue truck and all the little issues that it had, I, if he gets that kind of money for it, uh, that's insane. I, I can't, I, I'm going to be surprised. <laughs> Can I say one more thing real quick? Yeah, go for it. Uh, what, what we're doing right now, talking about this, me and, uh, me and a couple of, of, uh, YouTube buddies of mine, we actually put together a little thing that we do every two weeks. If Johnny was here, he's, he, he, he came in on one of our lives and it's called, cause you know, we're bigger guys. It's wide guys, car talk. <laughs> and we basically that's what we do because we were sitting around the three of us and we'd sit around and we'd send each other stuff off off of facebook and say hey, look at this look at this and we talk about it and make fun of some of the cars i was like we need to do this on on youtube so that's basically what we do on on youtube is and every every, every two that's weeks cool. we're actually made it its own channel now okay so the I, next one we do next week is going to be and we do it every saturday every saturday i I'm definitely going to tune in for one of those because that sounds like right up my alley. Oh, yeah. And it's not just Mo we're all three Mopar guys. But like mm. the first car that anybody showed on there was a, a Nash Metropolitan <laughs> that, that we had uh, found. And yeah, it's it, it's pretty fun to watch. Awesome. So you guys had Johnny Mopar on the show. Well, he 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 was in the he was oh he was in the, the chat. chat yeah 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 oh nice I I, sent I a message I would love to be on that side of things because I'm sometimes I sit here solo and talk about cars and oh, I, I, I've watched you yeah I uh it would be a hell of a lot funner to watch other people <laughs> talk about cars um 
Awesome. Yeah, I wrote that stuff down. So wide guys car talk. That's funny. I like that. Yeah, <laughs> I'll have to check that. How many guys do you guys have on that show? That's uh, three of us right now. Uh, okay. I don't know if you know uh, Jed Scott from Scott Speed Shop. Oh, yeah. He, yeah, he's he he does that. Uh, he, okay. he does that with me. And then he's got a friend, William, and he's got a channel uh, Charger 383 Mopar. Okay, yeah. Uh, Jed's got the Jezebel, right? Yeah. The Charger? Yeah. yeah. I'm trying to get it. I, I wanted, because I listened to your podcast. First time I listened to it, I was actually going out to his house. Oh. <laughs> and uh, it's a four-hour drive. And I was like, I was like, oh, Spotify. Oh, look, there's a Mopar podcast. <laughs> nice. I listened to that the whole way, and I've, I've caught every episode since. Awesome. I'm trying to that. tell him. I'm like, man, you need to, you need to reach out to this guy. Yeah, I, he's, he would love your charger. He's one of those guys that I've seen, you know, on the internet, on Facebook, and on YouTube. And uh, he's always been. A, he's one of the. I have so many people that I've, you know, ran across. And I'm like, I got to get that guy on the show just because, you know, if, yeah. if, I'll talk to anybody. You know what yeah. I mean? But that Jezebel, that Jezebel charger is awesome. I love that thing. And yeah. uh, I know he's got um he's got another. I think it's a charger with a 451 stroker in it, right? Uh no, the Jezebel has four. No, the four fifty one Stroker is his uh seventy three satellite. Oh okay, okay and yeah. He's got his Duster, and he's got he's got quite a few cars. Awesome, awesome. Yeah, uh, I, when I was looking up four fifty one Stroker stuff, one of his videos popped up on YouTube, and I watched it like four four to five times. I was like, oh yeah, this is fun. You um, should look up his uh, Yard Dart series he's got a, a <laughs> early an early a body dart but okay it's, it's pretty wicked awesome yeah i'll check that out I'll, I'll have to reach out to him um yeah see if he wants to come on the show um awesome man um matt you joined us we didn't get to hear from you yet what's up man the usual just hanging out hurricane prepping hurricane yeah, Pre- yeah how's how are things going over there man I, i've been i don't watch the news much anymore so I hear like little bits and pieces and I'm like, what a hurricane. What the hell? Yeah. Usually, I mean, it's been about like 30 years since we got like an actual hurricane up this way. Yeah. That's crazy. But, uh, yeah. So, I mean, literally it's been running around all day and just <laughs> basically everyone's going nuts. And it, even just driving, it's like you're avoiding that because just people don't know how to handle stress. Oh yeah. But, uh, yeah. I mean, today was basically making sure making sure the yard's good, making sure the cars are all tucked in. But uh, that's basically, that's that's my day. That's crazy, dude. I always, I always freak out when I hear about natural disasters in other parts of the world, like the hurricanes and stuff. And uh, I keep forgetting that I live right next to volcanoes and Steve's, Steve's right over here too. (laughs) Like we live next to volcanoes and they're, any moment they could go and then they're talking about, Oh, we're just waiting for the big one, the big earthquake. And for some reason, I think if we get a giant earthquake, then the volcanoes are going to go, oh, perfect timing. Boom. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, it's uh, it's been uh, it's been interesting, though. That's it, crazy. It, it, forecasting, you think something like that, they'd have, like, down. But it's literally been like, oh, yeah, it's going to be going, like, 100 miles that way. Oh, you don't worry about it as much. And then it's, like, right back to where they started. So uh, just trying to stay ahead of that but as far as like car and mopar stuff goes uh i mean still haven't pulled the trigger on the wiring harness yet but yeah <laughs> you know how that goes oh yeah i do know how that goes i i was looking at the mr norm truck today because i wanted to there's a local mopar show i don't know if you were on when we were talking about that it's called Sunbust, and because of all the covid bs and stuff it's a super small show this year they're not doing it how they used to in the past um 
and I was going to take the Mr. Norm truck down there, but when the wiring harness burned up, it burned up uh, the wiring for my uh, windshield wipers. And I live in Washington by Seattle. And if they say that there's even like a, a 10% chance of rain, I know that there's probably going to be some friggin' rain up here, you know, and most of the time they're wrong with the weather report. So I was like, I don't want to be stuck, you know, 70 miles away from home with no wipers when it's raining in that truck. Eh. So I'll probably just take the, the comfy Durango and I think I'm going to take my dad down there. So it'll be a good time. But um, I really, I really want to get the, uh, the truck going in, but I just don't feel comfortable uh, without everything working properly, including the windshield wipers, you know what I mean? It's like, all right. Yep. But, yeah. Uh, that was, uh, that was me when I put my holes and back on the road, which is kind of like one of those, uh, you, you had it all together, but you hadn't really did the full so, shakedown yet. <laughs> you talking, you're talking about the wire that goes on the outside. I'm talking about the wire that hooks up to the bulkhead connector. Um, right. It's got like two wires or three wires that come off of it. And one and one. Go, actually, they both go to the uh, windshield washer um, motor. Yeah, I've got one of those sitting here. Really? Let's uh, bring it with you tomorrow. Can okay. you do that? I'll um, see if I can find it. I, I, won't... See, I seen it like two weeks ago, but I'll go. Out oh, okay. Is it? Do you know if they're the same? Yeah, you got two speed, right? Yeah, yeah, it's not a three speed. Yeah. I got a box of two speed wipers. Must have twenty of them. Oh, really? I just need the. The problem was, is when it burnt up, it burnt up. Uh, all I really have to do, to be honest with you, all I have to do is snip the um the connectors off and put new ends on and just pop it back on. I just haven't had a chance to do it. I, that's a lie. I'm just lazy. I haven't done it yet. <laughs> I'll, 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 gra- I'll find it, dig it up. I think I know where it's at. Awesome, cool, man. Um. Bud is in the house. Muscle car syndicate. What's up, Bud? Bud? Long time no see. Can you hear us? You're glitching. Bud, can you hear me? Can you hear? We can't hear you. Oh, I made it. Okay, you're gl- you're glitching out. Uh, we'll give you a minute or two to kind of mm-hmm. hopefully your connection gets better. Um, but uh, yeah, so I'm gonna go to that show tomorrow, uh, mostly just to get some content. I, I thought it's like ten dollars to enter, and I was like, ah, they're they're only doing like three trophies: best of show, first place, best of show, second, and best right, of yeah, show third. I got you. If you can get me, you got me. Yes. Are right, do you have a lag? Can you hear me? Yeah. <laughs> oh lives I yeah i can see i got a lag unless you got me now oh i i got you now but your your screen is glitching but go ahead and uh talk to us bud what's up oh not a lot i just want to congratulate 100 episodes uh have me on in the past that's been great um if you guys is everybody hear me fine yeah oh, i can yes. hear you yep. i'm having terrible uh I never had a problem before on this show. And then all of a sudden tonight, I was all excited because you said you're doing 100 episodes. I was like, yeah, hey, I want to come in and <laughs> congratulate you. And I've had the worst time getting a stupid laptop going for some reason. Usually it's, it's good to go. But no, other than that, just coming along to say, hey, you know, congrats, man. You worked hard to get where you're going. And thank you. I and, appreciate uh, that. It's pretty much, you know, what I was wanting to say. So um, awesome. as far as. Any Mopar stuff? Nothing's really new. We've been super busy, uh, so 
I think um, the last time you were on, I don't think you had sold your charger yet. Oh, public information now. <laughs> oh, shit. No. Nobody knows about that? Uh, a couple people. Oh, shit. So. My, bad. <laughs> My bad, dude. It's not sold. He still has it. <laughs> uh, yeah. All right. You can hate no, me now, bud. No, <laughs> He's like, congratulations on 100, and I'm just leaking all the secrets. Uh, <laughs> I did yeah, not no, realize. The road. Uh, I did not realize that, man. My bad. No, it's no worries. Just trying to uh, uh, parlay into another RT uh, that I know okay. about. Um, just trying to keep it on the low. So it's just, I see. you know, it's a car that nobody really knows about. So, all right. Well, don't tell me anything about it. Clearly. <laughs> <laughs> I just told the whole world. That Mopars, uh, I'm talking Mopars. So right on. Well, thanks for coming on. Thanks for the kind words. And thanks for giving me some information to leak. So <laughs> you can hate me. <laughs> uh, yeah. No, um, it's, it's, I mean, I'll tell you the story. It just, it, um, the car went to um, went up to Mopars in the park, and it uh, ultimately sold to a guy a half hour away in Iowa. So it went four hours north to come back to go to a guy a half hour away. Oh wow! So that's the deal. But my son still has his. Uh, so we're cool. just kind of uh, trying to get things going on it, but. Like I said, we've been super busy. School starts Monday. The uh, Iowa State yeah. is going on right now. We help with that. So I thought that's kind of kind of been going going on. Right on. Well, thanks for joining us and thanks for uh, congratulating me on the hundred episodes. Keep me posted on uh, that other project. I promise I won't open my mouth again. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Johnny Mopar is in the house. What's up, What's Johnny? What's up, guys, man? I there was some rumors spreading around the internet about Bud selling his charger, so I thought I'd pop in and find out if it was true. <laughs> uh, is that what's going on? Or? Oh, you're killing yeah. me, Johnny. You're killing me. You're killing me. <laughs> yeah. Moving on. Moving on. <laughs> oh shit! I thought That's I'd cool. pop in for a little bit, and I'd like to congratulate you as well before we move on from the topic. Yay! You, cool, man. <laughs> Yeah. Thanks, buddy. You're welcome. It's been uh it's been a fun hundred episodes and like I everybody on the screen here with the exception of Steve, because I met him in person. And I actually met Steve before I started the podcast and I told him, mm -hmm. Hey, I'm starting a podcast. I'd love to have you on to talk about your car. So it's funny that it's been a hundred episodes later and I <laughs> we're we're gonna get we're gonna get Steve on. I'm probably gonna I'm gonna see if uh, he'll let me come out to his place and we'll get some videos of that challenger because that thing is I think it's gorgeous. I love that car. But uh yeah, hundred episodes in, man. Um I've, I've just made so many. The best part about it is how many people and connections and the network of cool people that I have now in the world yeah. of Mopars. It's like I feel like I could literally drive across the country. And if anything happened in any state, I could post <laughs> on the page like, hey, I'm stranded. I need help. And then one of the creeps will come out and pick me up and yeah. <laughs> it'll probably never be seen again. I'll be a skin suit, but that's all right. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's just a, it's a blast. And uh, I'm, I'm actually looking forward to getting the show on the road and, uh, you know, doing some stuff from all these events. Um, yeah. So muscle cars at the strip. That's coming up. Johnny, you're going to join me there. And then yep. Holly's Mo party with uh, Blake, Mike and Matt. Um, but yeah, that's uh 
it's it's been a fun hundred and uh we'll see what happens and this is my favorite right now it's like the brady bunch of mopars right here so it's <laughs> it's fun it's fun brayden's in the house what's up brayden um brayden says congrats congrats on a hundred glad i can pop in been crazy busy with racing he has been racing that's why he hasn't been on the show he's been doing uh all that fun local track stuff um what's up brayden hey so chris i had a, a confession oh uh, shit to make about your 100th episode here what's up uh, so johnny and matt and i were kind of conspiring behind the scenes for this thing but it, it just didn't <laughs> it didn't come through to fruition when we uh we found out or heard that you were approaching the 100th episode i uh i saw it sidebar messaged our friends here <laughs> and i said all right guys like we have got to we got to do something for chris's 100th episode right and so we were, were chatting and uh we're like man what could we do so we're looking like look look right now those of you that are watching live and not listening you know to the recording or listening to it over your headset uh chris has this really cool red gl glowing backdrop like it's like it's so i said man it is so like hugh hefner-esque right <laughs> so the the plan behind the scene was you know i was going to kind of give a signal and like we were going <laughs> to hop off camera and i'll put on like leisure coats and come up with a corn pipe <laughs> just kind of hang out because we're like in the mopar lounge uh -huh. loungeness that's funny. We're gonna we're gonna goof with you about your red backdrop and all your fanciness. <laughs> that would have been that, that would have been funny if you guys trolled me and then I was like girls and then like ten blondes just came out. <laughs> oh, that would be hilarious. Yeah, so it, it didn't it didn't work out. Oh. You know, we we all kind of got disorganized, but it's like man. We, we wanted to pick on you a little bit for episode uh, 100. Well, the only reason why I have background color is because, for one, I hate the color of the walls in here. But, two, all these live streamers I see, they always do blue and purple for some reason. I don't know if there's something to yeah. that, but I was like, you know, I can't. Uh -huh. So I, I didn't no, want to do blue and purple. It looks but, cool. Don't get me wrong. But I've got, I've, got, I've got the power, dude. I've got the power. <laughs> I mean, we can do whatever you want. <laughs> plum crazy we can get we can get we can do some fj5 you know what i mean <laughs> um but uh yeah it was actually i, I thought about because i have the app is on my phone so i can control these lights from my phone so i thought it would be funny nice. to do an episode where i do a timer so that it, every time it switches colors i have to go to a different car so i try to you know get as many as much of my opinion out on these cars as possible that was some fun i thought about doing just because um switch things up a little bit but yeah that would have been funny dude i at first i would have been like what the f are you guys doing <laughs> <laughs> that's what i said i was like are you sure he's gonna get it i don't know if he'll get it <laughs> if you if one if one of you had a smoking jacket a smoking jacket and a pipe i probably would have it probably would have clicked i think the, the pipe, pipe with the yeah. rope the pipe, right. probably would have done it so, yeah, yeah. That would i went as far way. as to send these fellas links to children's <laughs> bubble pipes like you know the ones you had as a kid you put like the bubble stuff uh, in it. like i was funny. like all right guys we got to do this you know and that's funny i just kind of fell off but sorry hey, the intent yeah. was no the intent was there wait yeah. so that's all yeah. that matters we'll do something at the 200 mark 
<laughs> okay. There you go. All right. You yeah. just got to show up at Mo Party like that. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah. You can do that. Oh, man. See, you don't want to troll me because I'm the ultimate troll. You know, I deal with them every day. I'll, I'll figure something out. Uh, Johnny will be pushing his car next to, yes. <laughs> to General Mayhem, and I'll pop out the trunk. Boom. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, except for work. when I pop out the trunk, I'll like kick it open and I'll be like duct taped and my mouth will be all, and I'll be like, help, help. He took me <laughs> like, <laughs> oh man. Uh, yeah, I, was, <laughs> I keep, uh, every once in a while when I'm not busy, I will, uh, go to some of the posts that I've made on these videos. Cause I've shared them quite a bit. And, uh, every once in a while, I got this one troll guy who's like, basically told me i was coveting other people's possessions um he called me covet covetous or something like that and i was like the hell is he talking about? and then i realized oh he's talking about me coveting other people's mopars and i was like is there something wrong with like admiring somebody's car and wondering what they're doing with it i don't understand why people are hating on that i don't get it and i i keep thinking to myself how many cars wouldn't have been saved or found how many people wouldn't have gotten their dream car if they hadn't tried and knocked on that door of that car sitting in that yard or in that field. So I'm thinking to myself, are these haters like, have they just never done that? Have they never had to knock on a door? Cause some of us, you know, we weren't born into this stuff. We don't have parents that have kept their cars forever, but some of us have to get out there and, you know, do I, I the, think, do the legwork. I think there's guys on the other side of the fence. There's the guys that, have those cars in their yard and they're pissed off when everybody knocks on their door asking if it's for sale yeah. or the guys coming out with a shotgun shooting down the drones you know <laughs> <laughs> dude i had there was this guy it, there was a 70 coronet sitting like on this dirt trail it was on the corner of this road like mostly dirt roads out there right this is the paved street you could see this 70 coronet sitting out there and it looked clean and it was like, man, it, but it looked sketchy behind the car was like all these trees. And it just looked like, don't come in here or it's going to be bad. Right. <laughs> well, one day I see the guy out there walking along that road on the dirt road where the cornet is. So I pull in there and I think I was even in my 70 charger at the time, but I pull in there and I was like, Hey, cool cornet. Is it for sale? And, and he was just like pointing, like, get out like leave get out of here you know and there was no trespassing signs and stuff but i go hey i was just wondering if the cornet he just kept pointing leave go and i could see around the cornet in the back there was actually like an airplane in there i don't know how it got there you know <laughs> and and there was like a 66 charger and there was like some other mopar sprinkled in there and i was like man you could never see it from the road you know from the paved street wow but it was clear i wasn't welcome so and he didn't give a shit that i had a mopar i was in a mopar so I just put it in reverse and backed out. Yeah, he, didn't want, he didn't want you to see the, like, you know, 69 Daytona yeah. Superbird, like, all <laughs> tucked to the left a little bit. And, hey, that happens. Yeah. Sometimes yeah. that happens, and you just yeah, got to you gotta know when you're not welcome. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I, I went and knocked on a door one time because I saw a Challenger in Duval. And, yeah, yeah, I'll sell it walk back there there's two challengers well, how much you want 100 bucks oh shit see this is why you ask <laughs> 
That's insane. How long oh, ago no. was that, Steve? And don't tell me like last Wednesday, because no. <laughs> that's, that's that's in the nineties. Okay. I, I bought a four forty four speed Challenger and a three D three automatic RT. Both were RTs for both of them for five hundred bucks out out um, north north there. And they used wow. to be all over the place. Yeah. In the weeds. Yeah. That's crazy. I grew up in the wrong era, man. Yeah. Oh, me too. I say it all the time. Oh, me too. I hear these stories and For it's sure. just like, man. <laughs> uh, I, I still, every time Blake is on the show, I can't help but remember him telling me about walking through the wall, <laughs> the hole in the wall. Uh, oh, yeah. Those are the types of stories, man. I love hearing those stories. I love hearing the stories about getting the, you know, the free chargers, the $100 challengers. I mean, gosh, you don't hear about it too often, like, like in present day. But I mean, even in the 90s, that wasn't that long ago. <laughs> you know what I mean? In the grand no, scheme of things. It wasn't. It, it seems like yesterday for me. I mean, yeah. it's yeah, I, it's amazing how drastically like prices hey, even well, like general mayhem is not that long ago you know yeah. me, me trading it for yeah. a set of heads that was just i think it was 2007 doesn't seem that long ago to me but i mean you can get a charger for less than three thousand bucks or at least a body for less than three thousand yeah. bucks yeah. back then you know right and yeah now, that same car it's insane yeah, I was. Uh, I have a couple. My dad has collected. Uh, like he's a worse magazine collector than I am, but he collected like the auto traders and like the old car traders. And uh, I picked one up from him last time I was there. He's like, "Hey, you want all these?" And I was like, "Let me just snag one. I don't got room for all that stuff right now." So I snagged one, and I was looking through it, and it just occurred to me today because I was moving some stuff and I saw that issue, and uh, I was like, "For the amount of money that I just paid for this Durango that I have for my daily driver." I could have bought two, I mean, not OE or survivor quality cars, but I could have bought two really nice drivers with 440s. Like one was a 70 Coronet. It was plum crazy purple. I think I talked about it on the show one time. Um, and uh, I, I'm looking at some of the prices and this was, this wasn't even 20 years ago. And I'm like, I don't know what happened, but it it's within the past, I don't know, I would say 10 years. I think yeah. things got really crazy. Yeah. <laughs> it's, just... it's, one of the, it's one of those where it's like the internet made things great for certain things, but I feel like the internet just completely well, e exploded that market. Yeah, yeah I think know. so too. Well, I, I think I think it's gone worldwide too. I think the there's been a there's a worldwide interest in the hobby. Like in the nineties, I, I can remember in the nineties, like uh the Japanese currency had been skyrocketing in value compared to the dollar. And those guys were really getting into American muscle and a lot of American muscle was going to Japan and they were paying exorbitant prices for the cars back then. You know, and so I think I don't know the maybe it's with all these TV shows we have nowadays we didn't have in the 90s it's become a worldwide obsession you know get a piece of old muscle car americana and those cars are just getting plucked away so i think the supply and demand is really at play here you know well the the availability of the sheet metal before they started making the panels you could buy a car because you couldn't fix it Mm. You couldn't find a quarter panel, so it ain't worth nothing. I mean, when I first got my TA, I had this guy look at it, this body shop, and he says, "Well, you're gonna need a donor car." They didn't make yeah. the metal back then. I was, I was just like, my stomach just went. Psh. 
you know, well, I'm, ne- I'm never going to get this car fixed. And that was common. A parts car was common. I mean, it, it, it boggles the mind. But like if you were out to restore a car, you usually had a, a donor car there that you bought as a parts supply to fix the car that you were restoring. Mm-hmm. And then when you were done, the parts car got sold off and became a parts car for somebody else, you know, until mm-hmm. it got to a point where it whittled down to nothing and ended up getting scrapped. But, you know, that's back just then, how it was. Back in the 90s, the sheet metal tools, the welders, I mean, you go buy a welder, it was just phenomenal priced. Now you can go down and buy one for 400 bucks. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's it's um, much easier to build that car now, and they're desirable big time. And How many uh, of you guys that were around when you could get the cheap cars, how many are you like – shit i should have bought <laughs> all of them i i just can't imagine what it would be like going from that market to see how much like how drastically the prices have just skyrocketed you know cars you could yeah. get for a hundred bucks are now i mean you find a ratty 70 charge or a challenger rt i mean i've seen ratty ones that haven't ran in 30 years going for 25 dollars. it's insane yeah or the b bodies more so I think if you get a, a second gen charger, oh my, hold oh, on God. to your hat. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it could be yeah. a complete rock box for 35 grand. Yeah. But but that's weird. Like in the 90s, it wasn't, the E bodies were the cars bringing all the money. I mean, B bodies were really common, even chargers. You could buy chargers all day long. Mm-hmm. It's just, you know, and I, I think they probably still would be leading if it wasn't for the new challengers coming out. I think they mm-hmm. robbed a lot of that market and slowed down the acceleration of e-bodies. And then now b-bodies have gone apeshit, you know, and especially chargers. I don't know if it's Fast and Furious is part of the reason, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, but Never never thought Fast and Furious would affect Mopars. Damn it. <laughs> right? <laughs> Something. But it's crazy, man. You know, it's... But even look at comparatively, take a 69 Super B, right? Unless, mm-hmm. no, not the A12, let's not talk about the A12, but a base 69 Super B and a 69 Charger. And like the price difference is astronomically different. Yeah, but not in the it, 90s. In the 90s, no? those cars would have been on par with each other. I, I mean, like yeah. if you took a 383 Charger and a 383 uh, Super B, they would have been on par with each other as far as price. A 318 Charger would have bought brought far less money. Now today, you can have a 318 Charger bring just as much money as like a 383 four-speed Super B, which is freaking mind-boggling, you know? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but they, in, 19, yeah. in 1985, <laughs> I know a TA Challengers were going for 20 grand, which was crazy back then. That was crazy money. It's like, yeah, yeah. Wow, and I wanted that car. And yeah, I, I remember. Was... I remember seeing an A. This would have been, this would have been the late '90s. I saw an A12 Super B, like Hemi Orange. I mean, the car was gorgeous, completely restored, thirty grand. And I thought to myself, man. I know it's a lot of money. It was ridiculous. I mean, you could buy a charger all day long for for probably five grand or less back then, you know, a decent driver, totally restored car, maybe a lot more, maybe like 20 grand back then. 
you know, but that's crazy. I remember thinking like, they're so rare. There's so few of them that, man, I wish I could pull it off, you know? And I, mm-hmm. I, I just never really pursued it. And it was just an exorbitant amount of money back then, you know, never would have thought they would be bringing what they're bringing today, but also, you know, had a feeling that they would be going up a lot more so than other cars. But yeah, it's crazy. I just wonder if it's ever going to slow down, you know, is something else going to take off where, you know, uh, I just, if they, if it could just let up just for a little bit, (laughs) you know what I mean? Like I, I seriously thought about when I saw my blue truck for sale, I was like, you know, if he gets even remotely close to 17,000 for that thing, I thought, I was like, I'm just going to throw the Mr. Norm truck up for 45,000 and see if anybody bites on it. <laughs> Cause I, there was a guy at this, uh, I was at the Snohomish car show and this guy came up and he told me that, uh, he deals with C10 trucks and he just, I guess he, it sounded to me like he had just sold a couple C10s that he had built. And he asked me, he goes, would you ever sell this thing? And of course, you know, I'm high on the show and I'm like, yeah, there's no way I'm going to sell this truck. And, uh, I told him, I was like, man, I gotta be honest with you. Nobody could offer me the amount of money or would offer me the amount of money that it would take for me to let this truck go because I chased it for so long and I'm trying to use it as a marketing tool now. Um, and I, I, sometimes I wonder if I would have just thrown a number to see how he would have reacted. Cause he seemed like the type of guy that buys cars, maybe does some modifications and then flips them kind of like the guy who bought kind of like uh, William, the guy who bought my blue truck. I knew he was going to flip it too. That's the thing. Uh, I didn't expect the guy who bought my darts to try to flip it. Cause now that's sold. Um, but I knew that William was going to flip my truck. And to be honest with you, the thought that went through my head was by the time he gets tired of it and he's done all the work to it, maybe I'll be in a position to buy it back and I can avoid having to do all that work. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. Yeah. But, uh, even, even at, even if I had 17 grand, I, I couldn't even offer, like I would almost insult him of how much I would give him for that truck. You know, I like the way it is right now. I mean, and Mike Coffey said that he thought I sold that truck for too cheap. And I was like, Hey Mike, why don't you say something then? <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? But uh, I also wasn't trying to make a ton of money. I wasn't, I wasn't selling them in a flip scenario. I was selling them to at least make maybe a couple hundred bucks, but I, everything that I sold, I took the biggest hit on that damn six pack hood and johnny you just told us how much you spent on that fiberglass six pack hood i was in it uh you know right around a thousand dollars i sold it for four hundred dollars oh, so man. i took that 600 and i threw it back because i've kept pretty close calculation of where i ended up after i sold everything and i'm still in the green i'm still positive but that 600 really dropped that number down so i was like okay so i'm finally at a point where everything i have left i'm keeping and i'm still up when it's all said and done. So even with the, even with the blue truck, so I can't hate on the guy too much for trying to turn a quick profit, but that's a lot. That's a big profit. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. That's, that's a lot. Yeah. Uh, somebody's going to have to really love that truck. And I loved it, but he, I'm cheap. The guy wanted four grand. I offered him too. If it, if I could drive it away and he accepted the offer. So uh, I don't know. I, I think, I think William, likes that truck a little bit too much or he's just testing the water you know he might get he might really only want eight grand for it he'll get somebody that goes there and is like i'll give you eight grand for this truck sold you know yeah you, yeah you never know he says he'd take 15 but i think he'd take less than that that's my opinion yeah but he might not really want to sell it that might be his i don't want to sell it price you know i think that's the i like this truck a lot and to get it out of my hands you got to pay me what i want for a price that's what i think yeah. 
you know, because that same thing with uh, Mr. Norm truck. I you would have to pay me what that truck is not worth <laughs> for me to sell yeah. it just because I have plans for it. You know what I mean? Now, once the Hemi's in it and a couple other things are done, the suspension's done, um, then maybe it could command a higher price just because uh, it's hard to find them in, in that decent shape with that kind of style. Uh, but, you know, a couple other guys from the Tin Grill group were telling me how much they sold theirs for with just a little patina <laughs> and i'm just like you're kidding me five figures into 10 grand for a tin grill i'm like wow that's insane to me so johnny so, you got that, my... that oh it's yeah, worth money it worth what's it worth I, uh, 12 grand probably it actually oh, it's a shit. big block it's a big block Sold. put it up for 15 Sold. grand it's, go, it's on its way to washington <laughs> <laughs> i mean my blue truck my blue truck has a slant six i'm like man if it had a v8 it's like okay that would yeah. you know but <sighs> We don't find I I don't find any tin grills down in the south. They're all That's crazy. The, they're all like the eighty one and up. You know, I if I run across a tin grill, it is very very rare. Did you just insane. rust away, or it does the cars rust really bad out in your neck of the no, woods? Or no, no, it's. I mean, I wouldn't say it's as awesome as Arizona or Texas as far as conservation, yeah. but yeah. I think really. Uh, a good bit of the South is not Mopar country, so yeah. I think they're just they just threw them away. They just they crushed yeah. them. Yeah, you know? yeah. I, I I can't even. I we talked about this one time on one of your podcasts, Chris. But uh, you know, I remember as a kid, this would have been let's say in the eighties, like early eighties. You know, in living in Los Angeles, you couldn't you couldn't turn a corner and not see a tin grill. They were everywhere. I mean, nobody had them like fixed up. Nobody lowered them. They were they were not hot rods. They were not anything. They were just like your grandpa's truck. <laughs> That's all they did. They were just work trucks, you know, pickup trucks. They, they used them to go haul shit from, you know, the lumber yard or whatever. But they were literally everywhere. You could not go a block without seeing one. They were there was so many of them. I can't even imagine how many they made. I don't know what the production numbers are on them, but it was like thousands and thousands of them. And then, I mean, when you look today, like I see one pop up every now and then, like driving on the road. Uh, mm. There's a couple of them that are around where I live that are daily drivers, I would call them. Um, but nowhere near the quantity I remember as a kid, you know. Yeah. I think they just went through the junkyards. And I could tell you in the 90s, man, when I was going through the junkyards in the 90s, like I, I saw, well, when I was, there was one boneyard that had like really good cars, you know, and I remember the first time going there, there was three chargers, 370 chargers in there, which is mind boggling but <laughs> but you know say the later 90s when you didn't see b bodies or e bodies trucks there was always like 10 or 15 trucks and there was always 10 or 15 vans i was always trying to get the wheels off the vans because they were <laughs> wide you know yeah and c bodies there was always i'd say at least five to seven c bodies so you had all the big block parts you needed you know to pull off the engine or a whole big block um but yeah. that's changed yeah i think out here i know uh cash for clunkers man that just ruined a lot of stuff oh god yeah, yeah. right yeah we had that happen yeah. too when's the last time you saw a square body dakota yeah that, <laughs> there i i see 
I see them pop up every once in a while, and I always check to see if they have the three if they're the three eighteen car or trucks, because um, those are the ones that I want. <laughs> and every once in a while, there will be a cheap one, but it'll disappear really quick because there's I know I know that there's a, like a it's a really tight Mopar community around here, and I know that when stuff pops up, I I can guarantee if a a decent priced Mopar pops up locally. Every single one of my local Mopar friends has seen it already. <laughs> There's there is no getting first dibs on it. Somebody has already seen it, and somebody's probably already made an offer. There, I mean, you have to be, I don't know, chain smoking with a, a friggin' jug of coffee, just waiting for the next one to pop up, and then you're ready. Yeah. But <laughs> I don't, I don't know. Um, yeah. We did, we did have a question here, and I'm curious to see where you guys all fall. So I, I'll answer first. Uh, what do you think about the F body cars? Um, you know, not the Camaros. <laughs> uh, we're talking about the 76 to 80 Mopars, like the Valaris, um, the, where they tried to bring the Roadrunner name back and stuff like that. I like them. Obviously, when it comes down to it in the grand scheme of Mopars, they're not my first pick, but I always get a little excited when I see one of the Roadrunner cars or an Aspen RT or a Super Coupe. Um, I think they're really cool and I think they're underloved and I wish there was more aftermarket support, but you can still do cool stuff to them. But I haven't seen like, I would really like to see if you're going to resto mod one. And I really, I don't like to toss that word around, but like, for instance, what ring brothers did with the javelin. I don't know if you guys saw that car, but it's amazing. Like it took, it, it made people go, Oh, those are those can be very cool you know because you kind of have to have you know with the amx's and anything amc i mean it's like a a little a niche you know you have to really like that stuff um and that's kind of the way i feel about these f-body mopars i think you really have to like them Um, but they're cool i mean you can get them with t-tops you can get them four speeds v8 cars um i keep running into slant six ones locally um which is kind of a bummer but uh if uh, (laughs) there is a so I worked construction when I was 19, so it's been quite a few years. And uh, I remember in the backyard of somebody's house, they had a Roadrunner, and it was uh, late 70s, T-top car. It had the louvers on the windows. And uh, at the time, I just, I mean, I was a broke kid. You know, I didn't even think about asking if it was for sale. And I will regret it to this day because I can't remember exactly where that uh, house was, <laughs> but if I could find it, because it looked like a clean car, I don't know what was going through my mind. I think I was too busy figuring out, you know, where we were going to drink that night or something. I don't know, yeah. but uh, I, I that's one of my biggest regrets. And then the last time I was in Eastern Washington, getting my van, I was with my buddy Adam, and we're driving, and I look off the side of the road, and I see an orange, black, and yellow. You know, the the Road Runners. Mm-hmm. Uh, it stood out like a sore thumb, right on, like right off the freeway, off of the street. And uh, not even two weeks later, locally, I saw a guy post on one of the local groups, hey, just picked up this Roadrunner in eastern Washington. And I was like, I'll be damned. That looks like the car. And I asked him and he wouldn't respond. And I was like, son of a, he got it. Oh, I was so mad. So I'll still see if it's out there. But I think they're cool. Um, I wish there were more of them in decent shape available. Uh, Blake, what do you think about them? Uh, We had one. I had a four-door Bellari. Uh, well, it's a sedan. It was uh, like a literally. It was an old lady's car. We uh, <laughs> bought it from the son after she passed, and it has something ridiculous, like forty-five thousand miles on it. It's some rust, but he was a Mustang guy, and he put some seventeen-inch steel cop car wheels on this thing. Like after he 
I think that's what he had. He just wanted to put some tires that weren't flat. And this thing had a stance, and it was just cool. And this car was cool. I think, like the ones you're talking about, the louvered up, flared up ones, I think if you put a nice set of wheels and tires on them, I don't know. Like, they're really growing on me right now. I think they're pretty cool cars. The graphics are just in your face out there. How about the oh, petty the petty kit car one with the flares? That thing's yes. bad. that thing was yes. ahead of its time. <laughs> yes. Yeah. 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 No, I I could I could really see one of those cars just having a nice set of wheels and some stance on them being a fun, enjoyable cruiser. Because I, I, I still think they're attainable, you know, like yeah. they haven't caught on, so you could probably get one for just a few thousand in amazing shape. You know, I, I think it's it's worth the shot. You know, if you, if you stumble across one, I just don't know what the support is like for them. So those F cars, it's like what FMJ, mm-hmm. a couple of them. They have that kind of different suspension on the front end, right? So yeah, I don't know there, what offerings there are. Yeah, it's I like a, a trans transverse type uh, yeah. portion bar setup or something. Yeah, it would be thing, interesting yeah. to see somebody really take one to the next level. And I don't know if anybody's actually done it yet. I haven't really done much research on them. I don't think um, so. Yeah. I, have you heard of anybody uh, hemi swapping one, Blake? I have not. Really? That's I, crazy to me. I don't know if it would take your traditional center sump because, you know, like the whole transverse uh, torsion bar setup. Yeah. I know Firmfield makes some things for them. Interesting. Yeah. I've seen uh, this. This is a guy that uh, goes up to. I, I go up to Adirondack Nationals, in New York. Uh, not not going this year, but um, guy. I believe it's a 440. And, and one, okay, yeah. That's so cool. you, you can you can fit them in there. Yeah, they got the space. They got spool mount. They're a spool mount type uh, K member. Mm-hmm. But there's a lot. There is some aftermarket for them because those. A lot of the hot rod guys would take that whole front suspension out, put it under like, you know, fat fendered Ford truck or old hot rod and stuff because it was all all standalone. You know, the upper A-arms are on the K-member, your torsion bars are through the K-member, so you could take that whole subsection out and you've got wheels, tires, brakes, you know, you got everything you need and roll it underneath the hot rod and you got yourself a nice setup. So. I think oh, cool. I think Fat Man was making drop spindles for him and stuff like really? that. So yeah. Oh man. But yeah, it's kind of crazy because it's like the car itself. Nobody bothered to ever really fix yeah. them up or hot rod them or after you know do anything with them. But the parts to them, at least the front suspension parts, there was stuff going on for them. I think some people resented them because when they put the Roadrunner name on it, I think they had, there was a little resentment yeah. there. I, I think they're cool, Blake. It sounds like you think they're cool. It sounds very Johnny. It sounds very Mustang two esque. It's like yeah, the only thing wants the front suspension on. Yeah, yeah. That's funny. That's funny. That's crazy. A lot of them. I have a soft spot for those cars, though. I think I told the last time I was on my uh, my dad had one. Yeah, eighty Aspen. It was a sedan. Thing was brown, that brown color. And actually, the funny part is, I didn't even mind that color. I really didn't. It was like. The only brown you could ever put on a car and not hate. Yeah. And then you, you know, I had the tan interior. Um, you know, back then it was like no no tint at all. So it was like the cleanest glass you could ever see. And then uh he, he had like fourteen inch Kragers on it with uh the BFGs and the thing just in you know nice. 
lowered that a little bit, had the air shocks in the back, and he he drove that for like years, and that that was literally like what I went to school, elementary school, that was my ride. Awesome. Nice, yeah, Steve. Steve, what do you think about the those ones? I've, I've owned one, never drove it on the street because it was an Evergreen Speedway car. Oh, cool! <laughs> Number forty-three, baby blue. Nice. <laughs> and um, yeah, I raced it at Evergreen Speedway, and yeah, it's a, it, it's all right. Never drove it on the street. Mm. It was always a race car. Cool. But yeah, trying to tweak the front end to go left all the time was not easy yeah um you know but yeah it had a roll cage the whole nine yards wow whatever happened to that thing oh i sold it oh man yeah i can't remember who i sold it to but I sold it way back is, when. Is there? I I feel like there's a little uh, hint of regret in your voice. You regret um, selling that thing or what? Yeah, I mean, I love that track race racing that car. I mean, it was fun. It was just, yeah. It was four speed, kicking the butt. You know, nice. It's like you know, but going around a, a three eighths track. <laughs> so anyway. All right. Johnny, what's your final verdict on the F-body cars? Uh, I'd say it depends. It depends where his question's coming from. Like, if he's already got one, I think they're cool cars. And I, I, I like, like, Matt's description of it. Like, if you got it cheap and you put some cool wheels on it, like, especially some cop car or just, you know, plain wheels with dog dish caps and you dropped it a little bit and you just rolled it, I think they're they're pretty cool cars. Um, here in California, like we can't do anything hot rod with them because anything 76 or newer, we have to smog and those things have got a lot of like vacuum lines and stuff like that. So if you were at, if you lived in California and you're asking me, should I buy this car? I would say no. You know, and in in my time in the nineties, those cars, we stole the disc brakes off of them. (laughs) They were, you know, you go to the boneyard and you rip the disc brakes off of them and, I couldn't tell you how many I've seen in the junkyard where they're just like in pristine condition, missing God. the whole front disc brakes and shit, oh, you know, man. but yeah, other, that that's my thoughts. Oh, Hey, real quick. So my coffee, I don't know if I told you this story, but did you see that, that carcass that I brought home a 71 charger? Yes. Uh, so, okay. So long story short, short, that guy, he had a bunch of truck, Dodge truck stuff, but he also found an original Richard Petty car, right? And he bought that charger to pull the body off to restore the the chassis because it had a Cordoba body on it. He restored it back to the original Richard Petty, you know, uh, body and stuff and sold it for a shitload of money. He also has one of those Richard Petty Velaris. Uh, it's like tube chassis car. And... Uh, I believe it had a 360 in it, and I remember seeing the motor there on the ground, and he was talking about some special stuff on it. I don't know if it was I, – I can't remember what it was. I can't remember if it was like the motor mount ears on it or something, but there was a lot of funky stuff with that engine that was very specific to that kit car. So, Interesting. Yeah, it was pretty cool. Pretty cool. 
I remember seeing some of the uh, the advertisement stuff for that. Yeah, it was like you could buy it in different stages. Like you yeah, could, yeah, like just the chassis, or just and it was like the price differences. I mean, now it's like <laughs> probably be like ten grand between every level. But back then, yeah. I was like, oh, for five hundred bucks more, you can get like the whole body. Yeah, <laughs> mm-hmm. right on. But what's your verdict on the F bodies? Well, in Iowa, we can do whatever we want with the car. So we don't no inspection, no smog, no whatever. So we could uh, we could have some real fun. But I uh, I like the Aspens. Um, nothing against the Valerys or anything, but give me an Aspen RT with some T tops, and we'll do some bullet cruising on the back roads of Iowa. <laughs> yeah, hell yeah, awesome. Brian. Brian, what's your what's your verdict on the F bodies? Oh, I love them, but the problem is actually finding one in good condition because like. Uh, like he was saying before, the sheet metal's not out there, mm. you know, and how many of those cars right now have not just been scrapped, but returned to the earth? Because yeah. there was <laughs> there was uh, rumors of those things, uh, paint bubbling up on the showroom floor with rust. <laughs> wow. I, I think Dodge still has that problem, to be honest. Yeah, <laughs> yeah they do. But, uh, I mean, I think they're cool cars. I, I know a lot yep. of people hate on them, but I'd, I'd love to see one with, like, a blown 440 in it and side pipes and <laughs> shit. Now, now after oh. this, I'm going to be on Craigslist looking for – ah, oh, shit. <laughs> I feel like I want to side pipe something now because this yeah. is – I don't know. Yeah. That seems cool. It's been, I like, love side the- pipes. I've loved them since I was a little kid. That's Yes, like- sir. <laughs> that's the beauty of a van because you can throw them on there and it's supposed yeah. to have side pipes you know what i mean <laughs> nobody's gonna judge you if your van has side pipes unless they're not hooked up that pisses me off if you're gonna have side i don't like show tubes really um they look cool but if it, if you're gonna have all the pipes they better all be active because that's i'm having a real hard time because i like the look of the the show tubes but i it, it's gonna annoy me knowing that there's three dummy tubes <laughs> you know what i mean that's gonna annoy me but i i think just for looks alone I, i'd have to do it but um i've seen a couple vans got underneath it and i'm like what the hell is this they they just hung the side pipes <laughs> they're not even hooked up to anything that that is like that's worse than putting a, a this is controversial that's that's worse to me than putting an ls in a mopar there I said it. There I said it. <laughs> if you got side pipes and they're not hooked up, yeah, we're fighting. Those are, those are fighting actions right there. You want to see something that'll blow your mind? Google uh, new Challenger with side pipes. They look amazing. Really? Yeah. <laughs> so people are doing it? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, really? I, I had the idea the other night. I was talking to my friend and I was like, he hates side pipes. But I was like, I'm going to look that up. And damn, somebody's already doing it. Really? uh brian i'm gonna look it up right now and if it looks like shit we're gonna blame you okay okay <laughs> well real quick there's a guy in mankato minnesota that has a 77 aspen rt that he will trade for a 350 and a 700r4 transmission really yeah looks like it runs and dries he said or oh, looking for polaris monaco's or satellite slant six cars what's out there all right now we're, all place. Doing it. we're all gonna look now <laughs> <laughs> Why is this not? There we go. Um, yeah, my final verdict on those, uh, honestly, I think they're uh, they fall under that category of car that I think would be a great starter Mopar for somebody. If you found one cheap in decent condition, why not give it a shot? 
Yeah. So I got to go find some wiring and I got to get ready for tomorrow. So I'll see you guys later. All right, Steve. Thanks for joining us, buddy. Appreciate yep. you. We'll see you tomorrow. Okay. See you tomorrow. All right, buddy. Bye. Well, I'm about to share the screen here with these. Uh, Brian, you might be onto something, dude. Because I'm just based on what I see alone, I'm not too mad. Let's see here if I can share this screen. This is this is kind of funny because I was expecting it to be hideous, but I, like I said, I'm not uh, I'm not too disappointed in what I'm seeing. Come on. All right, let's uh, let me go down here. <laughs> that blue one, that blue one right there. I love that one. Why is it? Hold on a second. Oh, come on, computer. It seems like every time I stream at the same time, I'm trying to just open that one picture, but it's not doing it. All right, so we got this blue one. That, it doesn't look too bad. I When the guys put the fatter tires, like the, you know, and they try to give it the, um, the uh, staggered look, you can either make or break it. I think this guy needs different wheels on that thing. Um, but I'm not mad at those side pipes, dude, to be honest with you. I've seen a lot worse. Those aren't too bad. I think my favorite one is that black one, two cars below the blue one on the other side. You got the big picture of the blue This one. guy right here? I think that might be it. Those side pipes got like, no, that ain't it. Oh, no. The one side, the side pipes got like copper or gold. And oh, okay, look, here we go. Look, yeah, there you go. Okay, I don't know if it's the '80s in me, but I'm really digging gold lately. <laughs> like, I don't know, like especially a black car, black and gold. Like, it's just, I don't think it's cool now. That's funny. The link to this, it says, "Anyone have lake pipes? No laughing. Side pipes? No laughing." <laughs> <laughs> uh, that that does not look bad uh, I'll be honest um, would I do it myself I mean I would have to uh, see these are the show tubes this blue one's got the show tubes I was talking about where the there's a couple of them are dummy tubes and only one of them is actually legit um, but it doesn't it doesn't look I mean uh, I could see it being a love-hate relationship it's got to be set up right I don't like this one based on the wheels alone Um but I could see I could see how somebody would like it. So that that wasn't too bad, Brian. I won't I won't judge you on that. That's not not too bad. I'm I'm really big into the, like the street freaks. The big I like them too. Backed up back yeah. end and yeah, that's that's it. Side pipes and bug catcher scoops. I love all that crap. Yeah, the Crosbys, um, Luke and Olivia, they have that seventy one GTX with side pipes on it, and the uh, that it just looks badass. I've been trying to get them on the show. I want to talk to them about that car. Um, Are you talking about the, uh, is that the yellow one? Yeah. Yeah. The curious yellow one. Yeah. That thing's sweet. I, I like it. Um, but uh, side pipes, I, I, if it came down to, let me just say this, the eighties when they were doing the side pipes and all the crazy, like, you know, the aggressive rakes and stuff like that, that might be my favorite segment in the muscle car era where you know 80s where they're just jacking them up and just they were just so aggressive with it i don't know i 
I've always liked that stuff. So when I get into the old hot rod magazines and I see um, the street machines, street machines, that's the word I was looking for. Um, I like street machines, um, but it has to be the right, the right setup. You know what I mean? I saw, uh, I wonder if I can find it. Um, there was a uh, Superbird that was like street machined out. It had, I think it had side pipes on it, but I was like, that is so ridiculous that I love it. Yeah. I saw a 70, two charger like that in san diego one time it wasn't too over the top it was just yellow he had some uh homemade fabricated scoops that weren't very attractive but the car was stink bug man and it had some wide fatties <laughs> underneath the back and it was just like it looks so bad that's what i love <laughs> yeah did, I you think the I, whole... did you get that i just sent you chris let me see here i think the funny cars is what kind of you know the fiberglass floppers funny cars kind of started that look i think people wanted to mimic it i think i got it yeah hold on a second this is uh i don't know how to share this right now um yeah those are hold on let me see if i can get this on screen here uh da, 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 da. Johnny, I'm still trying to find the uh, your biggest fan out there. Can you guys see that? My biggest fan. Oh, yep. yeah. There you go. No luck, huh? No. That's, no. The, that's the back tires on my duster. I, that's how I'm going to leave it. Oh, I like nice. it. Love it. I like right. it. I approve. That's badass. Very cool. Um, I'm trying to see. It's probably the mailman, Matt. Yeah, no, he, he was like, you know, these charger stickers are pretty sweet. Yeah. <laughs> All mine. <laughs> well, we, we are two hours into episode 100. Um, I, uh, what time is it? 10 o'clock. I need to go get gas in the Mr. Norm truck. And to be honest, I, I want to celebrate 100 episodes by going on a little a little cruise um, with the truck. Nice. I appreciate each and every one of you guys for joining me. Steve, if you're still listening, thank you um, for coming on the show. I appreciate it. Uh, here's to 100 more. And, um, you know, Mopar, no car, no Mopar left behind, guys. Um, why don't we go from the top, starting with Blake. Blake, where can everybody find you and all your content and all that kind of fun stuff? Uh, you can start uh, with the main website, DIYHemi.com. You can find us on YouTube as DIYHemi. Facebook is DIYHemi. Instagram, uh, I think that's about the extent of it right now. Nice. Matt? Uh, at Side Road on Instagram. S-I-D-E underscore R-H-O-D-E. Like Rhode awesome. Island. That's literally about to get hit by a hurricane. <laughs> oh, God. Well, I'm praying for you guys. No, I think, it, I think you'll be okay. True. I, I just checked. Okay. It's literally like crossing right, like probably 20 miles away from me. So That's oh, insane. Shit. I'm surprised so, you, still, you still have a great connection. I'm surprised. Well, yeah, I mean, it's not here yet. So uh, we'll, we'll see what happens, but uh, I'll keep you posted on that. All right, buddy. Johnny Mopar, you're up next. Uh, Johnny Mopar on YouTube. Johnny Mopar on Instagram. No space between the Johnny Mopar and Instagram. And then I just started a Johnny Mopar garage on Facebook, a page. So cool. those three places. Bud, you're up, buddy. Yeah, Muscle Car Syndicate on Instagram, all one word. And then Muscle Car Syndicate on YouTube. 
Awesome. And last but most certainly not least, Brian, where can they find you? Uh, Dust Devil Garage on YouTube uh, and on Instagram and uh, Wide Guys Car Talk on uh, YouTube. Awesome. And obviously, if you're here at Talking Mopars Podcast, then you know where you can find me. There you have it, my friends. Another episode of Talking Mopars is in the books. Episode 100 in the can. We're good to go. Here's to another hundred, hopefully a thousand, hopefully. I mean, some of these podcasts out there, they've got thousands of episodes. I'm like, how is this even possible? Um, but uh, I made it to a hundred. So I, I think it's uh, it's going to be smooth sailing from here. Hopefully <laughs> we'll see what happens. But for everything you need to know about the podcast, TalkingMopars.com. And uh, you can call me and leave a voice message that I'll play on the show, 209-28-MOPAR. And you can email me, Chris, at TalkingMopars.com. That's it, guys. I am your host, Chris Albrecht. These are my friends, and that was Talking Mopars, episode 100, live. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for listening to Talking Mopars, your direct connection to all things Mopar. Until next time, remember, no Mopar left behind.